0: Hey, I hope you're feeling well. Welcome to the Orange Podcast. Let's talk. You are now listening to the Orange Podcast, where we explore and enjoy what life has to offer. I'm your host and friend, Priscilla Passion. I'm glad you're here today. Today, we're going to dig around this newfound practice of self-nurturing. But are you nurturing the wrong thing? If you've been here for a couple of weeks, then you know by now that we start off with a warm up. Each week, I will ask questions or present something to provoke us, to get us thinking and feeling before we get into the content for today. How was your first full week of the year? And what was the reoccurring theme for you this week? As always, you are welcome to pause, take a moment to reflect, and think about our warm-up for today. Last week, we started talking about nurturing. And it's the kind of thing you can't just think about once and just move on. You gotta let it simmer slowly. So that's where we land back today. Back to nurturing. Frankly, where we should always be. And since we're listening to episode, it's all I can think about because I know it has the life inside of it and the possibility to changed the course of my days, and I hope the same for you. The long-term effects of a well-nurtured child significantly changes the outcome of their life in comparison to being neglected. Nurturing is a key to a full and loving life, so I see no reason to stop my babbling about how I feel about being nurtured and just starting to be a nurturer. This year, I'm trying to keep up with my books, and so I am reading The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's a 12-week book, and I am reading week three. I should probably be on like week seven, but it just so happens that every time I read, I'm in the right place at the right time. In this chapter called Recovering a Sense of Power, Julia deals with shame Doubt and criticism. All three and many more things can take your power away from you, Um, weakening your spirit and your efforts and your morale and your confidence and just completely breaking you down. And I realized while reading this that this is where I struggle the deepest and probably the longest. Julia Cameron says, We must be firm with ourselves and not pick up the first doubt. We simply cannot allow the first negative thinking to take hold. Taking in the first doubt is like picking up the first drink for an alcoholic. Once in our system, the doubt will take on another doubt and another. Doubting thoughts can be stopped but it takes vigilance to do it. Maybe the critic was right. And boom, we must go into action. You are a good artist, a brave artist. You are doing well. It's good that you did the work. Whoever you are listening today, you may not be an artist. You may be a stay-at-home mom a teacher a retail worker in ministry but you can sympathize with what julia is saying here in this in this chapter these sorts of thoughts and many other thoughts like these are intoxicating to our spirit to our life and the steps that we want to take it's just insatiable They continue to come, but we have to stop feeding them. And after reading this, I realized all along for so many years, I've been nurturing fear. I've been nurturing the critic. I've been nurturing the judge, the fearful, the low self-esteem, the doubter in me for so many years, Way more years than I can actually articulate and remember. I like studying. And as I've gotten older, I really enjoy learning. And I especially like learning about words. So I dug into the etymology, the study of the word nurture. The Latin root means to feed or cherish. And after reading this and thinking over it, I realized I've been feeding the monster the whole time. The monster called shame and doubt and the criticism that I have against myself. I mean, feeding it breakfast, lunch, <laughs> dinner, snacks, dessert, continually nourishing that part of me that I don't even like and it's no wonder as I'm trying to release art as I'm trying to become more of what God made me to be I feel shame just being myself and honestly it has been tiring um and I feel that this podcast is a breakthrough and it's me starving those negative thoughts in places that I've been. I can go on and on really about the happy meals I've given the critic in me that has slowly been suffocating me. And so... I beg the question for myself and for you listening, what are you feeding? What are you nurturing that is choking you, suffocating you, tripping you up, stunting your growth, and keeping you from where you know you should be? I want to say this lightly and walk lightly into this thought, but I notice that we love our pain and maybe it's not love but we definitely coddle it comfort it we bathe it spray perfume on it some of us maybe all of us have comforted ourselves and loved on our trauma nurtured it and then we wonder why You know, it comes back up. Why we can't move forward? Because it has life. We continue to give it nourishment. So again, what are you nurturing? Are you nurturing your wounds? Are you nurturing your childhood or coddling that? These are just some things I'm thinking about. What is it about the darkness that we enjoy or stay with so long but as we're staying with it we're giving it power and I'm not saying oh just rush through what you've been through forget about it but we do have to take a step back sometimes and wonder what we are doing with those things that have pinned us down that have traumatized us It kept us from growing. I get it, though. I really do. Somehow, I think we found that we connect with our pain. and makes us feel human or makes us feel closer to the earth. But I think there's something else there. So this year, I'm deciding to recover my power. Um, I'm not going to take in any doses, as much as I can, of the criticism, the judgment of my own self, my fear and my doubt. I'm even committing this year to not overthinking. I realize I overthink a bunch um, and I just want to live life a little bit more simply. I want to feed on God's truth about me. That's what matters most. Not what I say, not what I think, not what anyone utters out of their mouth. What they think about me, it's great. It's affirmation. But at the end of the day, I have to rely on the one who made me and what he says about me. And I realized in my nurturing of doubt, especially that... What I have feared most, what I have shied away from most, is who I actually am. I want to share this quote from Marianne Williamson. It's a famous one. Um, And then I'm going to wrap up here. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give our people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear our presence automatically liberates others. Let's put some snaps in there. <laughs> That's always the part for me at the end. My liberation is liberating others. Nurturing is not just for me, but it's for my family, my friends, those in my circle, in my community. Me being obedient to God, not knowing what I'm doing, but still launching this podcast is liberating somebody else. And so how can you liberate others through your obedience and through your nurturing of self? I want to end by reciting from Philippians 4, beginning at verse 8. I'm kind of jumping down and... uh, just for time's sake, I'm going to recite it and not get too deep into the context. But And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That's what I'm aiming for. To move out of nurturing the things that are not true, that are not honorable, that are not right, and to think on things that are excellent and nurture those thoughts and just sit back and wonder of what God is going to do, how my life is going to evolve and change because I've changed the way I nurture And I'm no longer nurturing the wrong things. Thank you for listening to the Orange Podcast. It means a lot that you stayed this long. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe and leave a review. If you are looking for ways to support this show, click the link in the description below. See you next time for a fresh squeeze of the Orange Podcast. Have a colorful day.